can one ever ever tell the person you love the most how much you love them? Can you ever? Can you ever ever even if you live two billion years tell your children how much you love them? Could I ever tell even if I live forever and ever how much Shabbos means to me? Could I ever, ever, ever tell anybody in the world, even if I'd live forever, how much every letter of the Torah pierces my heart and my soul a million times? Something else, sweetest friends. You know, sometimes I'm traveling and I ask my children, what should I bring you? So, the shaman and my oldest daughter tells me, bring me a pink dress. And the doll that tells him, bring me a purple dress. Do you know how many dresses I buy for them in my heart? Every pink dress, every purple dress I see, I stop and I look. Eventually, I buy them one dress, one pink and one purple. But friends, when do I give them all the dresses I didn't buy? Okay, when I see my children, I kiss them. How many kisses do I give them when I don't see them? Sure, when I see them, I tell them I love them. When, give them. when do I give them over? How much I told them that I love them when I didn't see them? You know, my beautiful friends, also between us and God, sometimes God is hiding from us. But you know what God is doing? Because it's too awesome to tell us how much God loves us. So God is hiding his face a little bit. Everybody knows that Purim, God's name is not even mentioned in the book of Esther. And we're sending gifts to each other, not face to face. I tell Moishele, please bring Yankel a gift for me, Shlaimele. On Purim, they're giving over to our friends all those gifts all those feelings, all this great love we have for them, which we cannot give over face to face. And I want you to know, my most beautiful friends, it's true. God gave us a Torah on Mount Sinai. But will we ever have a taste how much every, every mitzvah means to God? Will I ever, ever, ever know what Shabbos means to God? Or will I ever, ever know in the whole world how much it means to God if I'm a Jew? The world has no battles for it. So poor I'm getting drunk. And while I'm drunk, God gives me a taste of all that, all that which the world has no vessels for it. My mind has no vessels. Even my heart has no vessels. So I want you to know, my sweetest friends, the Torah which I receive on Purim obviously is deeper than the Torah on Mount Sinai. Because the saddest thing after Mount Sinai, I made a golden calf. I made the golden calf because on my way to Mount Sinai we met Amalek. And he told us, yes, it's true. I'm sure you like Mount Sinai very much, but it won't last. So we listened to Amalek and it didn't last. Amalek has a special power. When you tell a child, yes, I know you're very good, but you know tomorrow you'll be bad again. 
don't have to ask questions. Tomorrow they'll be bad again. But if you tell them, I have so much confidence in you. I believe in you so much. I know that you'll be better and better and better. But this cannot be written down. All this holiness, all this awesome, the deepest secrets of to make it in this world, in the coming world, the real secrets of the tree of life, coming down to us and poor. And you know, my beautiful friends, one of the holy masters, one of the big rabbis says, whenever you send your best friend one apple and one piece of cake and poem, whatever the high priest felt when he walked into the holy of holies, you can reach even deeper. Because in the holy of holies on Yom Kippur, the high priest was asking for forgiveness. Poem is not forgiveness. Poem is being connected to the deepest, 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 deepest way. Not connection for the moment. Connection forever and ever and ever. Being so connected that no Haman, nothing in the world, nothing in the world can ever take me away from God, from Yiddishkeit, from my friends, from my children, from every word of the Torah. But this Torah is so deep. It's not a learning Torah. It's not a learning teaching. It's just receiving in the deepest way. Sapurim, Givadas Purim Holy. Everybody knows whatever you saw by our holy masters, Roshoni Yom Kippur Simchas Torah, Sedanai, Shvuz, Sukkah Simchas Torah, Chaneke. But it does not compare what a person felt on Purim. You know, my beautiful friends, the holy rabbis, when they read the Megillah, God's name isn't mentioned. But do you have to mention God's name on Purim? On Purim, everything is God. Everything in the world is God. You know, friends, when I love somebody a little bit, I mention their name, I really shiver. And I think of them. But when I talk about somebody else, I really talk about somebody else. When I love somebody the most, every word of I utter is just them. Every, everything I see in the world, I just see their face. You know, my friends, the way the Jews connected to Yerushalayim, you think you only see Yerushalayim when I look at it? I walk down the streets of Paris, which are very beautiful, and you see me looking at the houses. Let me tell you, Purim, take a secret. You think I'm looking at the houses? No. Yeah, look at the houses, but what I see, they only see Yerushalayim. You know, when I love my soulmate very much, I can look at all the people of the world. I can look at them. I only see my soulmate. You know how much I love my children? You can show me all the millions of children of the world. I'm looking at them. That's what you think. But I only see my children. And poem, it's so deep. I read the Megillah, I read about Haman, Achashverosh, Mordechai, and Esther, but every word is God. Everything is only one. And my beautiful friends, I always say the difference between a drunkard of uh, Purim and a drunkard of the whole world, very simple. 
An ordinary drunkard sees one person if he's ten. He looks at ten if he's hundred. Sees ten and sees a million. A drunkard of poem is the other way around. He sees ten. It's only one. He looks at hundred. Sees only one. Sees a million. Still, he sees only one. He looks at the whole world. He says, "I'm sorry, it can't happen. It's only one." You know, friends, according to our tradition on Yom Kippur, which is so holy, so exalted, we cannot enter Yom Kippur, ask God for forgiveness, until we ask our friends for forgiveness. And Yom Kippur is so holy, but how does it compare to Purim? Purim, I'm asking for forgiveness. Purim, I just want you to know how much I love you. Purim, I'm sending you one apple and one orange. In Gaval, it's clear to you how much, how much I love you. You know, friends, when I hurt somebody's feelings, there's two ways of making up. I can ask them for forgiveness, which is very beautiful, and they forgive me. Or there's another way, the Purimdik way. I let them know how much I love them, and if it's clear to them how much I love them, how can they be angry with me? Yom Kippur, we're asking God for forgiveness, but on Purim, it's the utmost, deepest, highest revelation of God's love to us and our love to God and our love to each other. And you remember the Holy Walker says, if someone says, "I love God," how can I prove it? Very simple. If you walk in the street, do you love every human being more? Do you blow your mind over everyone who's? Created in God's image, you know Yom Kippur. I don't have to give gifts to people because the revelation isn't that deep. But in Purim, the relation of God's love is so awesome that I can't help it. I have to walk around giving gifts to each other. On Purim, every poor man I see, invite him to my house. On Purim, the closest we can get to the coming of the Messiah is on Purim. So good Purim, good Purim, my most beautiful friends. And friends, just one more important thing: if you have to yell at your children, can you please do it on Yom Kippur? But don't yell at your children in Purim. You know, friends, our children are underfed with kisses, underfed with hugs, underfed with encouragement. Underfed, the parents who tell them how beautiful they are. You know, beautiful friends in my life have met so many young people, and I can tell you, 90% of young people who have problems today is because their parents never told them how beautiful they are, how special they are, never encouraged them. Well, I bless you, friends. Please, please, be poor and take a parents. You know, Yom Kippur parents are beautiful. They tell their children don't make mistakes. If you do something wrong, ask for forgiveness. But this is not the eternity of Yiddishkeit. This doesn't give any guarantee that this young man or young woman will be clinging to God in 200 years from now. Purim, and tell them that so, so. Amot chayotzebel wush malchus tchelis. 
the end of the Megillah is Motre walks around in kingly garments. And the world is filled with light, with joy. You know, friends, Purim is not only joy, Purim is laughter. You know what laughter is? And I don't mean just laughing at a, at a funny or stupid joke. Inside laughter. Inside laughter is that it's so good. I can't even tell you. When I'm happy, I still have words to tell you. When I'm laughing. And you know, friends, I want to share something very deep with you. When I say I have a simcha, that means tonight my daughter will get married, I'm inviting you to my simcha. But they don't say I'm inviting you to my laughter. Because simcha is expected joy at a certain time. You know when I'm laughing? It's something unexpected, right? What's a good joke? Something unexpected. Unexpected is happening. You know what poem is all about? Unexpected joy. Unexpected fulfillment. Unexpected revelation. How beautiful we are. How holy we are. You know what I tell my friend? Not only I'm happy I know you. Can't stop laughing. Every minute I know of you, I'm so surprised. Whenever I look at my children, you think I'm happy, I'm smiling. I'm laughing all the time, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You know, all year long I'm opening a book and I'm full, filled with joy. And for him, I open the Gemara. I'm not even learning because I'm too drunk to learn. I'm just laughing. Can't believe it, the master of the world gave this book just to me to give over to my children. What a world, what a God, what a Tyra, what a Shlachmonas. Good poem, good poem, friends, I bless you with the deepest, highest, absolutely most exalted poem in the world. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.